Okay, now let me make sure this audio is going to sound good. Okay, it's going to go like, Sunday morning, fight this Colin. Do, 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 do. Every Sunday's Father's Day. <laughs> what the fuck? That was pretty good, right? Hi, Daddy Gang. Welcome to the first season four Sunday session with your father. I'm back at it again. My name is Alex Cooper. <laughs> I hope you guys know that by now. And in case someone's new here, my name's Alex. I'm 29 years old. Um, I have two dogs and a fiance and a podcast called Call Her Daddy. Um, Welcome to the Sunday Sessions. I used to call these mini episodes, but then I realized half the time I make them fucking an hour. That's not miniature, Alex. That's another podcast episode. So I decided we're going to do a little rebrand. So Sunday Sessions are basically going to be me and you guys doing some solo episodes, reading questions. I can have experts on when we're going through midlife crisis, mental health crisis, whatever we're going through. And then also a lot of behind the scenes episodes. I released a one and only behind the scenes episode ever of the Ariana Maddox episode. And you guys ended up loving to see like the process of the making of an episode. So that is what we're doing here today. I just released the season four premiere episode with Alex Earl and As fun as that episode was, I feel like the behind the scenes of the making of that episode with Alex Earl was even more fun. It was a fucking roller coaster ride. And so today, Daddy Gang, we're going to get into it and I am going to take you through step by step the making of the Alex Earl episode. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice. Anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Some things work so well. It's basically magic. Like my favorite highlighters that I'm like, wow, how did you all of a sudden make me look glowing? And you know what else really works, Daddy Gang? Shopify. It is a global commerce platform that helps you sell. I've seen a big difference in my online merch sales. They are especially good at turning browsers into buyers. I can see someone that's been on the site but didn't check out or someone that checked out and then is revisiting the site. Like if you want to grow your business, Daddy Gang, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash unwell, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash unwell. So let me take you back to the beginning of the first time that I saw Alex Earl. I started following her and I just remember she made a video of her basically saying like, oh my God, Alex Cooper followed me. I didn't know she was a fan of Call Her Daddy until after that she started making more videos saying like, I'm a huge Call Her Daddy fan. I've always been. And if there's going to be one podcast that I ever go on, it's going to be Call Her Daddy. So from then on, I knew we were going to be meant to podcast together at some point. It was just a matter of when. Whenever I get a highly requested guest, 
a lot of the times you guys harass me. (laughs) You don't let up on the gas pedal. If I ignore you guys, you ramp it up. I started getting inundated with, please have Alex on the podcast. Please have Alex on the podcast. But something about it, this is almost like exactly a year ago, something about it. I just knew this isn't just going to be a podcast with Alex Earl where she comes in the studio and we talk about like, what's your dating life like? I just knew she's so talented. She's so engaging and she has such a great career ahead of her. Like there's definitely going to be something more here than just like one call her daddy episode. So I waited on it for a while. Alex and I met about six months ago through someone mutual that we work with and we went to a brunch and I remember it was just like an immediate easy connection the two of us I we were just like oh my god we're like very similar in certain ways very different in certain ways but like we hit it off immediately and we were like there's this is going to be very fun no matter what we do together whether we work in business together we do an episode it's going to happen and fast forward I signed Alex Earl to the Unwell Network which is now a network that my fiance and I just launched under our company trending so Finally, we decided when you launch Hot Mess happens to be the same time that I am launching season four of Call Her Daddy. And it only felt right to have Alex come on and to finally do what everyone wanted from us. The Call Her Daddy episode that you guys just watched starts in New Jersey, but I'm going to give you a little behind the scenes. That is not actually how this filming process started. I made the decision that I thought it would be really advantageous for Alex and the content if we started in Miami because when we were in New Jersey I knew that content was going to be really deep and really heavy and we were going to talk about her childhood and certain trauma that she's been through with her family and I'm like I can't just roll up to New Jersey the first day of shooting and be like speak your truth like hey girl like it just wasn't the vibe so I get on a plane and I fly to Miami for this shoot I get there on my birthday which was a Monday and we decide that we're all going to kind of do like a big kickoff dinner we all meet up for a dinner at a place called Carbone I'm sure daddy gang you've heard of the spicy rigatoni it's fire it's incredible it's really fucking annoyingly hard to get into but it makes the food taste even better so this trip was very chaotic and also special because not only are we filming the call her daddy episode for this trip we're also about to film the hot mess first episode and it was my birthday so I brought my best friend Lauren to come down and celebrate my birthday with me and Alex brought her best friend Kristen and it was kind of like a very cute dinner and moment to watch Lauren and Kristen hitting it off and like becoming close me and Alex talking and I was like fuck we should have saved it for the podcast guys y'all ready one two three Tuesday. 
Tuesday morning, we wake up and we roll in with the cameras and we show up to Alex's apartment. We have a steady 81 and sunny. The humidity in this bitch is, is wild. It was just a fun moment to just like kick it off and get kind of like the first jitter nerves out of the way. We did end up taking a shot before we started filming. I think it was like 11 in the morning because we are anxious. So we're about to shoot, but like we're doing things kind of in a reverse order. So we're just going to take a shot because we need to really feel like we're, yeah. you know, loose. And it's like I'm the middle of the day. Yeah. Yeah. No, really How do you good. feel? You're about to film your first call in the cycle. This is my first podcast ever, so I'm freaking out. What is this bow? She's gonna do great. You're gonna do great, sweetie. Can you make the bow? She just shot. Yeah, black out. Please help like, me. Um, okay. everything's gonna be fine. Once we rip off the band-aid, we're gonna be flying. Guys, what's happening to me? Five. Shot of tequila. Yeah, just something to like take the edge off. Is this a lot? Uh, no. Oh, that's kind of huge. Before yeah, we film the yeah. first scene of Color Daddy, this is massive. Cheers. Cheers. We got it. And this is side of this. It was a little bit of a mind fuck. Because again, we were filming the middle of the episode on the first day. Stylistically for me, it was a motherfucker. And I kept being like bash my head against the wall, but it was worth it. So the first day of filming went amazing. Alex definitely, which I had so much respect for her, like Alex had never podcasted in her life. I think people underestimate how different TikTok is from podcasting. And Alex, we were just laughing because at first Alex kept being like, words are not coming out of my mouth, like hitting her head, being like, hello, what's... And then like she picked it up in literally five minutes. And I was like, Alex... I have sat with people for hours. She literally is a natural. And it was so cool to see knowing she's about to start her own podcast. Hello? Oh, wow. That's sick. <laughs> then we started the get ready with me section. I feel like I look very orange you, sitting no, next to you. No, no, no. Like, you don't look orange. I think you look really tan and bronzed. I feel like my vagina is sweating. Like, that's when you know it's getting bad. I have the orange tan. I have the blonde hair. And we're going for the dark eyeshadow look, so. No, I remember back in Old Color Daddy, and I think people thought I was sponsored, which I fucking wasn't. I remember, like, giving, like, really, 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 like, gnarly wild head. And I was like, there's, I'm sorry, but, like, I know this is new for your brand. Yeah. Um, but you've listened to me, so you, you can expect it. Um, and I remember saying to everyone, like, I literally was, like, sucking a PP, And, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I had a really great experience with this setting spray because I came up and I was, like, caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror. And I was like, oh, my God, it's still on. Like, everything's on. That's how you know it's a good setting spray. It is. And then everyone was like, you must be sponsored. I'm like, they don't sponsor me. But, like, I would take a deal because it stays. That was probably the moment we both felt, oh, this is going to be really fun. It was just like natural girl talk. So of course, one thing just like had to go wrong that first night when we're filming before the get ready with me section, we're like, okay, we've been filming. Let's get our shit together. And I realized that I left my duffel bag that had my makeup, my going out outfits, my passport, because I was after this trip leaving to go out of the country with Matt to look at a wedding location. I just fucking lost my bag and I left it completely in a fucking Uber. I have no outfit. I have no makeup. It was a fucking disaster. And these are the things you don't see in the episodes. Oh my God. Okay, I'm gonna go die by. Oh my God! To make you feel better, that's happened to me like 10 times this year. I've left like my phone, my whole wallet with my whole, whole bag in the car. And they don't call you sometimes because maybe they will take it, but 
Then when you call, they give it back. How do you... <laughs> Find a lost item. No, they make it so easy now because, because a lot of people do this. I... No, you'll get it back. Guys, I have no makeup. Let's take a drink. Fuck. I was home this winter break. I was driving with my sister, right? I had my bags in the trunk. Okay. On a highway. All of a sudden we hear the car go... The, the like, trunk close. Okay. I had... In this bag, my, because it was my carry-on bag and I always think my bag's gonna get lost, I had every designer bag I ever owned, all my nice shoes, I had my wallet, my passport, my birth certificate, my, I had, because I was moving, I was like, I'm a big girl, I'm not like living at my house anymore, so I had, and this was like this past year, I had all of this stuff, in my whole life, I wouldn't have existed, my birth certificate was in there, every, every single bit of Alice Earl was in this bag, and it was dumped on the side of the highway and I called the police station. They were like, it's on the side of the highway. Like we know exactly where it is. Like I go to there and it's not there. And someone contacted me like a few hours later because they, their dad brought this bag home and was like, I found this on the side of the road. I don't know. Um, and the daughter was like, that's Alex Earl's bag. Cause they opened it and saw my ID. So I almost wouldn't have existed. But thank God a fan found your shit. But we will get it back. I said, I made a TikTok, I said, please help me. I was like, my bag is on the side of the road with everything in it. Like, please, whatever. I'm an idiot. Does anyone have cash? 20, 40. I have a bunch of twos that this random man gave me. Wait, $2 Steve or something? Yes, yes. I have a whole stack. He's coming back. Okay, let's make a fucking drink. Woo! I just want everyone to look at what we're doing to get to her cups. And this is not shade. I just want everyone to see, like, actually, this is our fault. It's your like a little mental breakdown. Woo! Let's Woo. go get ready. Oh wait, I don't even have my fucking makeup. Oh, oh! It's here! Yes! Thank you, I love you, you're amazing. Oh my Let's God! Go. Let's get ready! We get the bag back, I get ready with Alex, I figure it all out, everything's fine. One of my favorite parts of recording was we played truth or drink. And now Alex and I at this point had had like two cocktails, we're feeling good, and I'm like, it's truth or drink. You either answer the truth, Alex, or you drink instead. And I'm like in my, to my seventh question. I'm like, wow, this girl's like so open. Like I love Alex. She's really giving me all the answers we all need. And I remember at one point Alex is like, oh fuck, I forgot I can use the option to drink instead of telling the fucking truth. Alex was answering every single question as if I was like interviewing her, like what's your body count? And finally, when I asked her the body count question, she's like, I'm gonna actually use the, I'm gonna plead the fifth and actually take a fucking sip of my drink. It was very funny though and cute to see her. Like she was so down and willing. I feel like that's what makes for some of the best episodes. Then we go out to this nightclub and I had so much fun. I can't even put it into words. I had too much fun. I will, I look back at this video footage and I can't express to you guys when I meet the daddy gang in person, it is like I become, I I almost become like um, possessed. Something clicks in me when I see you guys out drinking, having fun and partying. And I'm like, 
we are one i just went really hard because i'm it's just important to me when i meet you guys that we have the time of our lives we raged to the point where i almost smashed my entire fucking mouth onto the table thank you to the security guard for carrying my limp body out of the air i think it was probably one of the craziest nights that i have ever had in terms of like meeting daddy gang and meeting alex earl's vans it was like whoa this feels like a cult and i like it i actually saw comments from some people being like you're like getting old now like it's just cringe that you're partying i feel like I want to be a grandmother in the corner shooting shots of vodka and having the time of my life until it all ends. And I just like feel bad when people say that. I'm like, oh God, like you're one of those that's like when you hit 30, you have to take your life seriously and you can't go out and you can't have good sex. You have to have normal missionary and you're not allowed to drink anymore and you're not allowed to wear anything but turtleneck and overalls. I don't think so. Okay. Pussy out till I'm fucking dead. Tequila shots up my asshole. And like, let's fucking ramp it up even more. When I turn 30, it's only going to get fucking weirder. Damn, like that just sucks that people like, the you you have like an age range that you have to like stop having fun. I'm like, ugh, I don't want to hang out with you. I had fun and I don't actually get to go out that often and I don't get to party that much. I feel like my whole life is work. And so I was like, it was nice to be able to combine work and partying. And Alex Earl is a pretty good fucking time to let your guard down and get fucked up with but that morning debrief of Alex and I um that was not a joke I had full glass in my foot I ended up going to the hospital but it was actually for an ear infection I was there was a lot of things going on with me that trip the beach scene I'm not gonna lie in between takes and I wonder if we have it on film we kept being like this literally looks like we're shooting a fucking scene from The Bachelor. Like, it was so romantic. We ended up going to the frat boy's house, which you guys saw. It's so crazy when you see things on TikTok. I had no idea. The house is big. Like, they had a pool in the backyard. I'm like, going to Boston University, it was like parkas and big boots and like there wasn't even a fucking campus i'm like i can't even relate to the concept of having a fucking pool when you're in college it was really cool to see kind of like where she was when she got famous in that house and her get ready with me station that was super fun i love what you've done with the place <laughs> so beautiful do you mind if we look at alex's room did you know that she lived here before you've heard wow this is honestly a lot nicer than my room was. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, so is that is that where your makeup station was? So this is where my get ready with me station was. This is where the magic happened. And then my bed was here and my closet was like on this wall and this wall and in there. And obviously saving the nudes was a mission that I was like genuinely very happy to be a part of. You know, nudes never die. Episode four of Call Her Daddy iconic you know they say they'll delete the nudes they'll never delete the nudes they'll just move them to a different folder although there will be a solitaire app on their fucking phone and it's really a vault with all of your nudes after we finished filming it was a thursday for call her daddy and then we started filming alex's first episode of hot mess so this week quite literally i was dying laughing with multiple times with alex where i was like uh, we're going to get sick of each other at some point. Like we were together for a straight week from 8 a.m. to basically, I mean, we slept together one night, not like that. We're waking up at 8 a.m. We're filming till the sun is going down every fucking day. We filmed Hot Mess, her first episode, and it's so fucking good. It's so weird to think about a pilot. Like I look back at the Caller Daddy pilot, Sex Me So I Know It's Real, so many years ago recording that, and I 
I'm so excited for her because launching something that's yours and that you're so proud of, like it's, it's exciting. Like Alex just called me cause while I'm recording this, hot mess is dropping tomorrow i'm recording this on a wednesday and um she just facetimed me being like how are we doing (laughs) talk to me and i'm like you're it's gonna be great you're gonna fucking kill it and it's fun to see her like just so invested in the product and that's something i have to say about alex is like this girl fucking works her ass off she has a crazy work ethic i didn't know until i got to miami and i kept being like we can take a break and she's like no what's what's up what's the next shot and i'm like okay bitch like like I just love to see how seamless her content is online but like she works really fucking hard to make sure that she's like giving the world content 24 fucking 7 and entertaining all of us I know I'm entertained the pilot is always like a brain fog moment where you're like what do we put in here what do we not put in here so I'm really proud of her and it's so fucking good and I can't wait for everyone to watch it it's out now so go watch it This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Some things work so well. It's basically magic. Like my favorite highlighters that I'm like, wow, how did you all of a sudden make me look glowing? And you know what else really works, Dottie Gang? Shopify. It is a global commerce platform that helps you sell. I've seen a big difference in my online merch sales. They are especially good at turning browsers into buyers. I can see someone that's been on the site but didn't check out or someone that checked out and then is revisiting the site. Like if you want to grow your business, Daddy Gang, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash unwell, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash unwell. Then we left Miami and we headed to New Jersey, Alex's hometown, where we went to her dad's home. And it was a lot. Meeting her siblings was incredible. Her siblings are the cutest, cutest, like play clips of Thomas over and over. If you need like to just like feel good and just be like, Thomas, you're you're literally like this little ray of sunshine of him being like, I'm Thomas, like the cutest kid ever. Penelope and Isabel, her little half siblings, they're literally precious humans so much energy it was so fun to meet them and and thanking their like family so much for like letting me come into their home and to film to get an idea of like what Alex Earl's life is like yeah you can come here to the other room I have a question yes after can I show you around the house please yes I would love that you can give me a little tour guys what are we waiting for can I meet Percy because I feel like where is he he's right on the couch Percy oh He's right, he's right here. Percy, it's your turn now. Do you love Alex? Oh. <laughs> Is Alex your girlfriend? Oh, really? Oh. Go, go, I'm doing 
Thomas is like so adamant about giving me Thomas is very, very dynamic. He really wants to give this house tour. So Alex, you're out. Thomas is in. Here I've been go. overshadowed by my little sibling. Pause, pause. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. We got more in the house. Oh, we got more in the house to see? Yeah, but there's also like downstairs or stuff. Maybe let's go down to the pool. <laughs> She's like, okay, goodbye. Maybe we'll go down to the pool. I played basketball for a little bit and it wasn't cute. <laughs> okay, so we would have met in school, not on like the soccer field or like the lacrosse yeah, team. Yeah, we like, probably would have met at like the parties. The parties, the parties. Okay, okay. So Thomas, where are we going? Next we're going to Tommy's Sport Complex. Tommy's Tommy Sport Complex? What? <laughs> I think he's making this up as we go. Soccer, I play baseball, soccer. I can't get the goal though. Oh, I'm using. I have to have somebody carry me. Oh, someone carries you up? I believe in you. Oh, that was close. Oh. That's closer than I ever got. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Thomas. Can you throw it to me? Here we go, Alex. Let's go. Down for the big time. Oh, oh. That's good. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, that's good. Now I'm getting cocky. What do you all think of Alex being famous now? Yeah, she's like, she's now at work. She it's, what? She's now at work. Because you graduated college, right? Yeah, she's, did you say she's got she graduated, she graduated, she graduated college, right? She's got right? right? to work. So we shall always be celebrating. What is Alex like as a big sister? I mean, she's nice. Yeah. But <laughs> she's nice, she's pretty, she's kind, she well, hypes us up. She's very kind, and I kind, and I really I'm love her because she, um, He's very nice. He hangs out with me a lot sometimes. And <laughs> she's just a great sister to have. I think I just like her a lot. She's a very nice sister. Obviously, the really deep and meaningful conversation we had on the bleachers. It's like a really delicate dance, I think, sometimes that I obviously don't talk about a lot. But like, it's really important to me that I'm respectful of someone and their story and I think that's why I said like we waited to go to New Jersey last like there's a place and a time to ask someone these questions and obviously when I'm in the studio with someone I'm going in a in a linear way that like we we know where the trauma sits or like where we're when we're going to get to that point and even when I'm doing interviews in the studio sometimes I will come up with a bunch of more questions because I can feel the person's like not ready to go there yet. I wanted to build rapport with her. I wanted her to feel like she wasn't talking to a random stranger. She had made a comment to me like so many people try to like get me to do interviews and ask me about this and like I knew Call Her Daddy was the place that I actually wanted to talk about this which I take with like great responsibility like wanting to make sure you're not pushing someone too hard to the point where you're just like being invasive and rude but also trying to get them to push themselves to talk about things one issue on the bleacher scene Alex gets to a point where she is we're coming back from crying and she goes to tell the story of what happened in her childhood and I'm not kidding you there's a train track right next to her old high school just starts going beep literally I'm seeing a tear come down she's like so then I remember Oh, I'm gonna cry. But like at times, like it makes me kind of think back and be like, wow, like he really is. I just felt so bad because she's in the middle of being so emotional and telling the story, and I'm having to sit there and be like, you're gonna have to pause for a minute. And like, like how awkward to be like, okay, I'll just restart what I was saying. It just 
in hindsight, we could have picked a better location, but you know what? We wanted to be somewhere that was like meaningful to her of like those memories. And um, yeah, it was a disaster, but we made it work. And then on top of that, there was a runner. <laughs> you know who you are. I'm sure you looked for yourself in the episode, buddy, and we cut you out. There was a man in a sweatsuit. He thought it would be a good idea to run the bleachers that day. Okay. And we had to put an edit effect over the side of the bleachers for almost the entire interview because there was something so not cool about you watching Alex being like, so my trauma I remember in second grade and it's fucking Johnny in the back in his sweats who'd be like, oh, oh, another mile. Like you couldn't take it seriously. Trying to like deflect and make sure she has something to do and play with. Like, were you ever torn like with how to handle the situation and so we had to put like a fake fade thing it's you don't need to know about it but it's an edit thing that you can put over and like mask it and it was the biggest mind fuck to the entire time be like oh my god you can see his leg cover it cover. like we were tracking this suit man oh i fucking hate suit men and the issue was as we're sitting there editing this there were moments where the tracking device didn't fully work and so it looked like there was a fucking ghost and i was like you guys if we upload this footage and we don't carefully watch every second, the thing that's going to trend about this fucking episode is people being like, there was a ghost that came near the bleachers when Alex was telling her family trauma story. Like no one would have been able to take it seriously or no one would have been able to focus. So um, that was an edit that took way fucking, that literally took almost two full fucking days to mask that fucking shit and post edit. But we figured it was worth it because you know what? I didn't want you guys focusing on Johnny and how you guys would have been like, okay, that's his fifth lap. That's his sixth lap. Oh yeah. He's on his 10th lap. Like we didn't need that. We were focused on what Alex was saying. So that was a fucking disaster. If I have learned anything from podcasting, it's really therapeutic. And I had a cute moment with Alex off camera of just saying like, I'm excited for you for your podcast. Cause it's going to force you in a, kind of good but uncomfortable way to actually have conversations about things not even I don't even mean on camera the amount of conversations I've had to have with my family because something sparked a conversation through my podcast or distant cousins or family members like it's a really I know this is like it's to entertain all of you but personally I'm excited for Alex because I can tell that she's just beginning to try to like work through shit that she's been through and I know I'm biased but I don't think there's anything better than having a podcast because on and off camera you just have to constantly be looking inward and thinking about things and thinking about yourself and and thinking about like how did that emotionally affect me because I need to go talk about it on the podcast and so it's almost like you're like forcing yourself to go deeper than maybe you would if you weren't talking into a fucking camera every fucking week and having to be like, what's new and original happening in my life? Oh, I just had a fight with my mom or I just was going through something with a family member. Like you get deep and I'm just excited for her because I can tell she's at that point in her 20s where it's like romantic relationships become affected if you don't start to work on shit and you start to question things about yourself and it's kind of a fun crossroads and I'm just excited for her because clearly she's going to share a lot of this on hot mess with the world and I'm just happy to watch her do it and, and be a part of it in any way that I can help her so I can't thank you guys enough for watching the episode and I can't also thank you guys enough because 
we really switch it up here. <laughs> and I know sometimes we've gone from just audio podcast to video podcast to vlog podcast to docu style episodes sometimes. Like we're swerving. And I truly feel like I have the coolest job in the world. And I can't thank you guys enough for supporting me of being like, we liked this format. We didn't like this format. Let, yes, I like that you're creatively trying different things, Alex. Like it invigorates me to feel like every week I can put out something that I was feeling creative and creatively inspired by. And you guys are going to support it. Even if you do slide in and be like, okay, none of that again, but like, good try, like hate that format, but never again. Um, but it seems like you guys really liked this format of the Alex Earl episode. And so all I can say is next week, AKA this upcoming week, there is another vlog style movie ish style pod coming your way and I can not wait for you to see who the guest is because I am in love <laughs> I love her so much and I cannot wait for you guys to get a full episode with this person so get ready daddy gang I will see you fuckers on Wednesday goodbye goodbye <laughs>